Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 20 of the Hockey Heads Podcast. Can you believe we're already on Episode 20? No, I cannot. I forget what date do we start this. I think November 19th, I believe. I think, maybe late October, I actually. Excuse me. Um, anyways, yeah. So, yeah. I, we've been going on this for a long time, 20 episodes to be exact. This will uh, mark our 20th episode. But, um, yeah, I'm Lyle. I'm Julie. And let's get into it. We're the hockey heads. We talk about hockey. We talk about hockey. A lot of hockey. We like hockey. We talk about hockey. Yes, we like hockey. Hockey, hockey heads podcast. Episode 20 of Hockey Heads Podcast will be kicked off, as always, with the news of this past week. Um, similar to last week, we had a lot of injuries this past week, and this is not good for most of the teams because it is crunch time and right it, now. And most of the team, uh, maybe all of them, are um, in the playoff race. Yeah, and, um, oh, uh, I don't know. It is the same thing last episode. I just, my words are not coming out. Um, but yeah, we are one month away from playoffs. So the teams really got to get it going if they want, you know, a playoff spot because all these games matter now at this point. Younger um, players have to step up with yeah, all these injuries. Everybody on the team really needs to take, you know, take a part in this. Um, James and Reamsdyke is out four to six weeks for the Flyers with a broken hand, which uh, he went out in the first period of the Flyers-Capitals game. Uh, Will Butcher of the Devils is out for three to four months for torn ligaments in his right thumb. Uh, Brett Pesci is out four to six months with a shoulder injury. Um, I'm trying to see. Yeah, that's it for injuries. So we have like three pretty big injuries. Let's go into some. um, Oh, there's one more. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights' Cody Glass is out for the rest of the season with a knee injury. So let's get into our other news. So first we'll do the, there's, there was two fines. Roman Yossi was fined $5,000 for a cross-check on Corey Perry after Perry slashed him. That's interesting because Perry in the Winter Classic got, um, kicked out of the game about two minutes in. Yeah, for, for an elbow hit, yeah, to the and head. And now Nashville, I guess, yeah. tries to get payback. Yeah. Um, and it works out just as good. One of their players gets a fine. Suspended. But they didn't, but they didn't miss the rest of the winter classic. Yeah. Um, St. Louis Blues Oscar Sunquist has been fined 5000 for a roughing on Adam Boquist. Boquist? Yeah, yeah. Boquist. Boquist, um, yeah. What happened was it was uh, St. Louis versus Chicago, and both of them were kind of going into a hit, and then... Sunquist just kind of like throws his arm and drags him down from the boards and throws him to the ground. I think it resulted in a fight between um, du- uh, forget his name. Donkey Keith? No, no, no. It was done. Uh... All right, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna pull this off the top of my head. It's just he didn't really go with this, but um, there was a fight from it, um, between two two different players. I'm pretty sure. I don't think that those. That'd be surprising. Off. What? If it was two different players of some I believe it was. It was Drake Kajula. Drake Kajula, okay. And someone else. Um they ended up getting in a fight after that. But yeah, so that is our news and one more thing. 
the 2020 NHL draft will be at Bell Center in Montreal this year. And the draft lottery um, will be a few days before that, as always. So let's go to the players of this week, which Julian, I challenged him to do a little bit differently last episode, and he did, so let's see. So at number 10 was um, UC Soros, as uh, number 10 is always a goalie. He had um, one loss, two wins. Both the wins were shutouts, both against the Dallas Stars. That's an interest. Yeah. That's pretty interesting to me. And then number nine, Tony D'Angelo, two goals, two assists this week. Um, number eight is Dustin Brown with three goals and one assist this week. Number seven, Brian Rust, uh, three goals and two assists this week. Number six, Rickard Raquel with um, a goal and four assists. And then number five, um, I he's done he's done. Um, I just wanted to give him um, a number five spot for his debut, and his only game he played, Morgan Geeky, had he got two goals and one assist, oh. and I hope that's um, what his future holds because he looked very yeah. promising in his debut. And then number four, we usually see him um, at a number four spot, you yeah. know, in like usual points. Nathan McKinnon. I think a goal and three assists. Yeah, that's pretty good. On do you write on on his um schedule? He has M A A C K I N O N. I sometimes um do I you do the McKinnon because of the announcer? Yeah, I sometimes add a couple extra. And um, um you might want to add an extra N right there. Yeah. You didn't yeah. spell it right. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's what you get when you listen to a podcast from um two middle school boys. Well, one in elementary one in middle school anyways we're getting off topic here um go on move on a goal and six assists from Evgeny Malkin uh, yeah it was goal and six assists for Evgeny Malkin he's number three and number two Gabe Landeskog two goals and four assists and then number one it's very surprising he has no assists but seven goals Mika's a band yeah, I mean, he had a f- what, five goal game. Yeah, five goal game, and then one against St. Louis. Yeah, and then one. I think it was against. I forget. It was um. Oh, it was New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, Zabanjad's was just been super hot this week, on a roll with those goals. He was also like one of the best um be- in the beginning of the season. Then he got yeah. injured. So. What, where where did he get injured? What was the injury for? It, I don't know, but it was a long period of time. Yeah, and we probably covered that in one of our episodes. Yeah. Um, let's go to the top eight teams of this week. Um, number one, still, Boston has just been taking over this after the Capitals have been kind of like... Sorry. Taking mics. over. Yeah, the mic was just stuck. Um, since, yeah, since the Caps have just not... Kind of like fizzled out a bit because they haven't been... Doing as well, all that. Oh my gosh, this mic. It's so I annoying. Just get it in place and then I'm trying and trying and trying. Believe me. Oh, it's because one of these is on it. Technical. Di- oh my god. Technical <laughs> difficulties. <laughs> this I hope gets cut. Dad, if you're not listening and you didn't cut this, then um, I don't know what to say. This is pretty sad. <laughs> Anyways, um, Boston is holding that number. Number one spot with a 43, 14, and 12 record. You're not getting over that, are you? <laughs> it's funny. Um, 
At number two, Tampa Bay with a 43-20-6 record. And number three is St. Louis with a 41-18-10 record. And number four is Colorado with a 41-19-8 record. Washington dropped all the way down to five, which do you think is a season low for them on the standings? It might be. Well, not including, like, the first five mm-hmm. games yeah, where, yeah. like, you can't really tell at all. But ever since they got on kind of, like, their little roll. Um, yeah, definitely. The whole, like, mid part of the season. Definitely. This is probably the lowest they've gotten. And number six, um, tied record with them with 41, 20, and 7 is the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, number seven is the Pittsburgh Penguins with a 39, 23, and 6. And at number eight is Vegas still holding on with a 38, 24, and 8. And one team that I didn't see, which um, may- I thought I maybe would see, but um, they held uh, at least number one. Number, like, three to number eight for this whole season is the New York Islanders. Didn't see him there. Oh, yeah, yeah, They, I guess, yeah. I've been seeing, like, so many things that, like, right when all the Islanders fans started realizing, oh, we're definitely going to make the playoffs this year, they just fizzled out. And yeah, and, and then one thing, it they might still be, but I just saw mm-hmm. this week, the, the Wild were in a first Wild card um, <laughs> spot. Okay, but yeah. Was, I mean, that's funny. that's that's pretty funny, to be honest. And surprising how the wild, yeah, and the wild made it up there, and the namesake, you know, yeah, both of them. Um, let's go on to the, I guess, do do you want to do scores or plays first? I'll do plays. All right, plays of the week. So at uh, number three, I did a little rhyme. Grant's slick kick, <laughs> and it wasn't Grant's goal because you can't kick it in. Yeah, but I, when you first see this, you're like. Oh, shot to the net, uh, deflected off a defender, um, lucky bounce, Hayes puts it into wide open net. If you look closely on the replay, the announcers catch this. He kicks it over to Hayes. They catched it? Yeah, like they caught what they, they saw. Caught, yeah, they saw it. They that. caught They saw it, and they, they caught it on the replay. Wait, <laughs> you said catched. Oh, we're, we're catching a bunch of... Gr- catching we're catching a bunch of grammatical errors today yeah and um it was a it was a great it was a great goal yeah i mean you can clearly see he great and it, yeah it's not even like you know him just guessing and just like oh it hit off he clearly knew the haze was there and he knew he couldn't get a stick down there so you know kicked it over and despite losing 5-2 to the sharks um i have two um toronto plays um while versing the sharks and um here's number two it was um, Jack Campbell's great glove save on the wraparound by Evander Kane. And he, er- he had two goals that game. And surprisingly, that wraparound wasn't one because that was a great save by yeah. Campbell. The number one was Marner's backhander. He just, um, it was a pretty good little pass by um, Matthews. Just one pass and then a great... It was like a two-touch between the legs mm-hmm. from forehand to backhand. That was amazing. And that that's number one. That's number one for your plays of the Great. week. So for our what's usually a fun section, um, I'm just naming it outside of Chell, outside of the NHL, because this is not fun whatsoever. Um, as you probably all know, in the United States and many other countries, including you know China and that's where it all started, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just so much has just spread from this coronavirus, which is a virus that's been spreading, and um, it's 
getting very outrageous, like, both how, how many people are catching it and how, like, you know, the media is, you know, shaping it up. But this, of course, is going to affect big, like, venue places because, you know, just for precautions, since we don't have a vaccine for this yet or whatever, they don't, they're not going to want a bunch of people. The biggest things have the biggest precautions. Exactly. So, like, they're not just going to want a bunch of people all in, you know, close quarters with each other because it's, 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 highly, it's highly contagious. And um, they just need to take as many precautions as possible. So on Sportsnet earlier today, I believe it was Sportsnet or S- yeah, SN, right? Um, there was a thing, and it was a statement from the NHL about what we're gonna do if you know uh, if this in the next you know Couple. little bit, yeah, yeah, if it gets like you know too crazy. I mean, it's been closing down so many things. People have been like so like you know like kept in because of this um like a school not too far away from us got closed for this like it's a big deal um but yeah so with it affecting the nhl the nhl has three things that they're going to do so say a game gets postponed because someone maybe in the arena um got you know checked for it and they had it and the arena had to get closed um the um the games will probably move to late April if they're postponed for any precautions. Yeah, and and in a couple days will be um, the uh, redo of the game, St. Louis versus Anaheim, where yeah. um, where um, Bomeister Jay Bomeister had a cardiac cardiac arrest on the bench. So, yeah, um, the games will be postponed uh, in late April if they are postponed for whatever reason, um, Corona wise. Uh, number two. If only some, like, arena areas are affected, like, I know the San Jose Sharks, the SAP Center, they are already, like, starting to close down. And, um, they are one of the first arenas that is just going to shut down because of 20 cases in the county of, um, where SAP Center is, which I believe is Santa Santa Clara, I want to say. I don't know. It's yeah, but the um, police department says that there's been 20 cases in the county, so they're really looking to get this, um, to get the arena shut down. So what they would do is, if only some areas are affected, they will set neutral game venues for teams. So, like, maybe, say, Philadelphia gets effect- affected, but Pittsburgh doesn't. Both teams will play out of Pittsburgh. Oh. Um, they'll, like set up neutral game venues for the teams whose areas were affected. And the worst case scenario, which would be terrible, it would be the worst case. Worst case name for a very good reason. Playing in empty arenas. Now this means that the players are going to be at the rink, the commentators are going to be at the rink, the cameramen are going to be at the rink, but no one else is going to be at the rink. No fans? That means no fans. That means no fans. That means no fans. That's horrible. And, I mean, I feel like nowadays just the atmosphere that fans bring brings so much to the game, brings so much to the players. The NBA was talking about this, too. And their star, one of the star NBA players right now, LeBron James, it says it's such a big deal to them. He's refusing to play if they have to play in front of empty seats. Wait, you know? I I don't know this. Wait, um, would they like? Would they um suppose like they scored a goal? Would they have like the guy that does the music and horn? 
I'm not sure, but what they're gonna do is they're still gonna broadcast it on TV. Alright, that's... But they're not... But, like, it's not gonna be any of the fans there. I wonder how, like, the players are gonna celebrate, like, banging on the boards and it's just no one there. So that would be the worst-case scenario, but it's safety first for, um, the NHL right now. It's not about, you know, what the fans want to see or not. It's about keeping everybody safe from this, which I think is a good move on NHL's part, but it, I think when we don't It'd think... It'd be devastating. When, yeah, when we don't think about it that way, it's just, it's terrible, but... Because we do take, um, like, we took, do take games for granted. Yeah, just like, ha- be it getting to be there and having that whole atmosphere, but yeah, so that was our little outside of NHL thing. That those were just posted, uh, I think yesterday. Those precautions that the NHL said the NBA has been doing them for a while because some of their players feel like they are being affected from coronavirus. I think five players in the NBA have like have not severe but minor corona. Uh, so they are already thinking of just closing it down and you may have it but like not have any symptoms then yes give it to someone and they have the symptoms yeah you know it's just too contagious to have it all together so let's um after that let's get back to some um in hockey news and go to our plays our uh, our scores of this week so i put uh four actually and fourth was just um the um the Pittsburgh Penguins um beat crushed the Ottawa Senators yeah seven three and I mean, we could hat-trick. see we could see teams like you know crushing the Senators yeah and not too hard a great force this night by mm-hmm. Malkin and then number three was the um Mika Zibanejad game yeah I'll, I'll just call it that because that's basically what it was that's that's the whole show six was, fine yeah. six five win at and that was great that the Rangers got that at home. And it was a great win, um, 6-5 in OT. And number two was um, a surprising game. Last night, Detroit beat Tampa Bay, 5-4. Very surprising. Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay, well, on my list, they're the second best team, and Detroit is the worst standing-wise. So, I mean, that's that's a big upset right now. Yeah, and... um, Oh, sorry, I am really gassy. I just had... Pickles, sausage, and baked beans. Yeah. <laughs> delicious, though. Yes. Very and um, number one, um, I, I actually mentioned this because he was the number 10 goalie. Mm-hmm. Um, two shutouts against the um, Dallas Stars. One 2 nothing, and then one one nothing. So very low-scoring, non-blowout games. It wasn't 10 nothing, 8 nothing, whatever. So, yeah, and... Are we going, oh, this day in history next? Yeah, we'll go to this date in NHL history. I only found, like, two pretty good ones for this past week because I usually try to get them as quality as possible, not like, oh, um, I don't know, some random player. Let's say, like, I don't know, Dave the Hammer Schultz scored his 56th point on this day in NHL history. Like, I want to try to find ones that you guys are really going to care about. All right, so on the 9th of um, March in 1980, Gordy Howe skates on a line with his sons for the first time when they for that short era that they all played for the Whalers. Yeah, um, Mark, Marty, and Gordy. Gordy, yeah. Which one do you think, um, which, which of the two brothers do you think held the best legacy? I think it was Mark, right? Yeah, definitely Mark. Uh, he has his number retired by the Philadelphia Flyers. and. Yes. Overall, score a lot of points, but Marty, we still respect you. I mean, you're you're part of the Howe family. How could we not? Um, but anyways, yeah. So I definitely think that 
Mark got got the uh, hockey jeans from Gordy. Well, um, they both did, but... Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Mark got the better, I guess, yeah. I have no clue what we're going on about anymore, but yeah. Anyways, um, the 7th of March of 2016, Yarmir Yager passes Gordy Howe for third on the NHL scoring list. Wow. And, um, of course, I don't know. Do you think that anybody's ever going to catch up to Gretzky? No. It's just simple as that. Nobody's going to. Yeah. Gretzky's just he he hold, he holds too much. Nobody's going to nobody's going to get up there. Mark my words. So, let's go on to birthdays and a hockey haiku. So, it was a good week for defensemen as Brian Leach on March 3rd turned 52 and then hey. on March 9th, Brent Burns turned 35 and Morgan Riley turned 26. And I did um a wing, Red Wings haiku. And why? Because they're the worst. <laughs> You'll hear in the haiku. Guess what? The wings are eliminated from the playoffs already. <laughs> Everyone knew that, but I, I thought think it'd be that funny. That's my favorite. That's a haiku. I mean, it's um five seven five fifteen syllables. That is or seventeen syllables, but yeah, five seven. That five. is great. I think that might be my favorite hockey haiku you've ever said. Yeah, just just because. I mean, wait, read it again. Guess what? The wings are eliminated from the playoffs already. <laughs> I love the exclamation point at the end. That is a work of art. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hockey, this 20th episode. Can you yeah. believe? So thank you so much for our listeners from episode one. I don't care where you started. If you start on episode one, episode 10, or if you started this episode, thank you for listening. Wait, 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 wait. Each episode about um, twenty minutes, twenty episode about four hundred minutes of hockey ads. Yeah, I mean, you've listened four hundred minutes of a twelve and a ten year old boy speak about hockey. I mean, thank you. Th- yeah, thanks so much. It just means so much to us that we are still going after twenty weeks of talking about hockey. Yeah. So, um, well, not twenty weeks of talking. We've been talking about hockey since I don't <laughs> know. We were about maybe three. Howdy, yeah. I mean, we we just that's that's kind of where we got the inspiration for the podcast. We just like we just blab our parents' ears off about things, all things hockey, and um, they they're just like, okay, well, maybe you should start a podcast for people. I think the first it was a care, you know, and yeah, then, and then it, we got serious, and yeah, and we just turned into twenty episodes podcast. So thank you for listening to Hockey Heads podcast. I also wanted to say something. Um, a hockey legend, Henry Richard, um, just recently passed away this past week. Um, he held a legendary legacy with multiple Stanley Cups. I think he has the... Didn't he have the most? I believe he did, yeah. yeah. Most Stanley Cups. Just a legend. It's so sad um, that he passed away. But, um, yeah, I mean, you have anything to say? Uh, thank you, and bye. Or about Henry Richard. Oh, my God, Julian. Oh. You have to ruin my feel, that feel-good moment. Oh, sorry. Anyways, I guess we could, um, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's so, it's, it's sad. It's, 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 it's always a, sad when a hockey player dies, or anybody dies. Anybody dies, anybody. regardless, but when a hockey legend like Henry Richard dies, it's just, I mean, especially for, like, hockey, hockey, 
um, you know, Canadians fans, and I'm wearing a Canadian shirt today. Price. Yeah, Carey Price shirt, but, um, yeah, devastating news. Thank you again for listening to this episode of Hockey Heads Podcast. I'm Lyle. I'm Julian. And, um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to talk to us, go, um, go tweet us at hockey underscore heads. Um, I think we already said this, but I'm Lyle. I'm Julian. In case you forgot, we are the Hockey Heads. We will see you in the next one. See ya. See ya. We're the Hockey Heads. We talk about hockey. We talk about hockey. A lot of hockey. We like hockey. We talk about hockey. Yes, we like hockey. Hockey Heads Podcast.